Hello, and it's time for Vipers Voices, the podcast of the Desert Vipers, a side that plays in the UAE's own 2020 cricket league, the DP World ILT20. And this episode could easily be called Vipers Heartache, as Colin Munro's side went down to a last ball loss against the Dubai Capitals for a second time this season. The defeat leaves the team bottom of the six-team table, and while they're still not out of contention for a spot in the finals, it's now out of their hands. Coming up, we hear from batter Alex Hales, who top-scored for the Vipers with 66 from 37 balls, but as you'll hear, it was a bittersweet personal success for him on a night when the side suffered a gut-wrenching loss. The Capitals needed six from the final delivery, bowled by Ali Nasir, and Sikander Raza struck it high over long off for a maximum to seal the win. There's now just one regular season fixture left for the Vipers, and Sharjah Warriors is the team they have to face in Sharjah on Sunday the 11th of February. If you want to attend that match, then you can secure your ticket via the ILT20 website, that's www.ilt20.ae, or at any Virgin Megastore in the UAE. Now, painful though it is, let's revisit what happened in the match. Not for the first time this season, it was a case of what might have been and even what should have been for the Vipers. Phil Salt making his debut at the top of the order and Alex Hales gave the side a flying start by adding 66 in a shade over four overs after being put into bat. And with Dan Lawrence then joining Alex after Phil's dismissal for 26 from just 11 balls, the Vipers were 100 for one in just eight overs. But from that high-water mark, the innings subsided badly. The Capitals sent down 11 overs of spin, including Sikander Raza bowling 4 overs for 16, and with only 37 coming from the final 5 overs, the Vipers had to settle for 171 for 7. The two other debutantes for the Vipers, in addition to Phil Salt, that's Sam Curran and Michael Jones, both contributed as Sam scored 17 and Michael made 20. But no one could break free at the end of the innings to take the Vipers to a truly commanding score. It needed the side to get away to a good start with the ball if they were to prevent the Capitals chasing down the target. And indeed, wickets for Ali Nazir, Sam Curran and Mohamed Amir reduced those Capitals to 32 for three. But that brought together Sam Billings and Sikander Raza and they slowly but surely got the Capitals back on track, adding 79 in nine overs. Sam made 57 in 36 balls against the side he played for last season and in desperation Colin Munro turned to Matisha Patirana for a breakthrough with the Sri Lanka delivering by dismissing Sam LBW. Sam Curran then returned to dismiss Das and Sharnika and with 13 needed from the final over Ali Nazir took the responsibility of trying to get the Vipers home. He bowled a terrific over too, conceding just eight from the first five balls, but from the last delivery with six needed for a win and five for a super over, Raza lofted the ball high over long off and was able to celebrate the victory. 
Sam Curran picked up two wickets in his first match for the Vipers, while there was one apiece for Mohamed Amir, Ali Nazir and Matisha Patirana. There was also a stunning catch by Adam Hose to dismiss Max Holden, and that's a contender for the catch of the season. But it also saw him injure his groin to leave him a doubt for Sunday's clash in Sharjah. The result means the Vipers are bottom of the table with six points. The Dubai Capitals and Sharjah are ahead of them on eight points and only one of the three teams can go through to the playoffs. For the Vipers to do so needs the Capitals to lose their final match against table toppers MI Emirates and then the Vipers need to beat the Warriors. If the Capitals beat MI Emirates, then the game's up for the Vipers' final chances, regardless of the result in Sunday's match for the Vipers against Sharjah. Let's now hear from Alex Hales. I've got Alex Hales alongside me. Alex, you've got 66 today from 37 balls. Congratulations for that. But uh, I guess that doesn't count for very much, does it, uh, in your own mind and indeed the teams? Definitely not, no. It's obviously obviously nice to get a good start. Um, felt like we played really well in the first 10 overs and then just ran out of a little bit of momentum. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it doesn't count for much, I guess, when you score runs in a losing cause, um, especially in such an important game. But yeah, very mixed emotions. What a start it was, though. 80 for one from the first six overs after the side was put into bat. You went off like a, a bull in a china shop with uh, Phil Salt. Was it premeditated or was it simply sea ball, hit ball? Um, I think he goes about his business like that in general. He's very, very aggressive from ball one. And he actually said to me after two balls or three balls, I think, he said it's a really good pitch. He thought it was a belter. So, you know, that made you know, that made me want to take the positive option as well. And luckily today it paid off, felt in really good touch. The ball came on pretty nicely. Even the slower balls were skidding on in the power play. So really wanted to maximise the scoring opportunities in that because it's not been that easy in the power play so far in this tournament there's been a bit of swing in team so to get a, a pretty decent pitch and not much swing we, we looked to cash in and, and that happened today 66 from 37 balls as I've mentioned already uh, four fours six sixes how do you think you played is that the best you've played in the tournament so far do you think so far this year for sure it's um, not quite been at my fluid best so far this year but I think again not many top order players have been it's been there's been a little bit of seam and it's been a little bit tacky up front so it's been quite tricky so just try to hang in there few times it's nice to nice to reap the rewards tonight 100 for one after eight overs 141 for six after 16 overs what happened yeah we just we, we ran out of a bit of momentum we lost a couple of wickets which meant I kind of had to rein it in a little bit so maybe got a bit defensive against the left arm spinners could have been a bit more attacking maybe but um, yeah I just thought they squeezed us pretty well and took a couple of wickets and made it hard for us to keep scoring towards the end but 100 for one after eight you've got to be looking for 200 I think um, and it just didn't quite happen tonight unfortunately yeah, their spinners actually bowled 11 overs between them. Was it the sort of surface you'd expect to see 11 overs of spin on, or was that just the, the way the cards fell? I think that's just the way the cards fell. It felt, it felt like a pretty good pitch. The odd one spun when they gave it a bit of air, but I think, you know, I think their off-spinner bowled, Raza bowled four overs for 18, which um, you know, we probably could have looked to be a bit more aggressive to him. Um, but yeah, I, I thought we bowled pretty nicely um, and just squeezed us quite well. 171 off at 20 overs, 37 from the last five overs. What were your thoughts at halfway? 
personally, I thought it was probably just below par. I thought it was around 180 par, especially with you know a really small boundary for guys to attack. And it felt like a pretty good pitch when I was out there. So felt like we should have been looking at 180, 190 maybe. And unfortunately, just couldn't defend it. Capitals then 38 for three in the power play. That was a terrific power play by the lads, wasn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, we bowled really, really, really well. Kept it tight and also took wickets. So yeah, the power play performance was very impressive. And fair play to Billings and Raza. They they took their time. They were both. I think Billings was 19 off 20 and Raza was 13 off 20 so took their time to get in and then cashed in really well at the end there so you know they batted nicely Sam Billings uh, what a sickener really obviously a, a Vipers player last season and he played absolutely terrifically uh, for uh, the Capitals tonight, didn't he? Yeah, really, he played very well. And um, yeah, he's looked in good touch the last few months. So fair play to him. He was, it was an excellent knock tonight and a pressure situation for them. So uh, we have to just say well played. 13 off the last over to be bowled by Ali Nazir. What were your thoughts at that stage? I thought we still had it. I thought I thought he bowled really, really well. And, you know, that last ball was a brilliant shot by Raza. So um, you have to feel for Ali. He was brilliant all game, bowled really, really well. Um, so very impressive stuff from him. And he'll be gutted not to get us over the line. But, um, you know, it's, it's nowhere near his fault for sure. He bowled really, really well. Does that result, that's the second time the side's gone down to the Capitals off the last ball. But does that result really sum up the season so far? I think so, yeah. I think that's a fair analogy. We just... Hasn't quite. We just haven't got quite enough big moments in in the game right um, throughout the tournament. And yeah, uh, on, on another on another month we could have easily sat here one five lost four and, and sat Kushti into the finals. But just hasn't quite happened this year. We haven't quite been at our best. But there's still a chance if Mumbai can do us a little favour tomorrow. There's still a chance we can we can beat Sharjah and go on and win the trophy. So we just have to remain positive and keep the mood up. Yes, I was going to say looking at the table, even though the Vipers now are bottom uh, six points, but. Uh, out of the three sides in fourth, fifth and sixth, the best net run rate, the Capitals now on to eight, Sharjah on eight, the Vipers on six. So if the Capitals lose on Saturday to MI Emirates and then uh, the Vipers can beat Sharjah, then uh, you can still sneak in via the back door. How positive are you about that? Or is it just, well, as you say, out of your hands now? It's out of our hands. Uh, well, it's out of our hands tomorrow. So we'll be, yeah, we'll be sat there with our Mumbai shirts on, hoping they can do us a favour. They've been the form team this tournament, so no reason why they can't turn over Dubai. And then if that happens, we just have to go out and be positive and, and, and play the cricket we know we're capable of on Sunday. And if we win that, there's no reason why we can't get on a roll and lift the trophy. We know we've got the players to do it. Haven't been at our best so far this tournament, but if we can, if, you know, if we're in there in the finals, we'll all be excited as group. Alex Hales, the Desert Vipers batter, honest in his assessment of where things went wrong for the Vipers in their five-wicket loss to the Dubai Capitals. And that's all for this episode of Vipers Voices. There's now just one regular season match left for the team and by the time they take the field against the Sharjah Warriors in Sharjah on Sunday the 11th of February, they'll know if they still have a chance of qualification for the playoffs. Tickets are available for that match in Sharjah by the ILT20 website and also at all Virgin Megastores throughout the UAE. We'll have reaction to that match here on Vipers Voices afterwards, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast for that, and you can also watch that reaction via the Vipers Voices vodcast on the Desert Vipers website and YouTube channels. Don't forget, too, that you can follow the Vipers' every move on all the major social media platforms. For now then, this is Brian Murgatroyd saying, as ever, thanks so much for listening.